Good morning, it's June 12th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Well, last week, the hammer finally came down, and Donald <clears throat> Trump was indicted on 37 different federal charges. Special Counsel Jack Smith announced the indictments, but anyone watching this closely understands that this was done with both the encouragement and support of U.S. Attorney General Garland Merrick. I say this because Garland Merrick had decided not to pursue these charges. He simply could have overridden Mr. Smith. So there is a political element to these charges. Now, I have mixed feelings about the indictment. On the one hand, I keep hoping that it might force Donald Trump out of the 2024 presidential race. It's my belief that another Republican can defeat Joe Biden, but Trump carries too much baggage and the race would be about him and not policy. And I've said for years that in 2016, people voted against Hillary Clinton more than they voted to elect Donald Trump. In 2020, the reverse was true, with people voting against Donald Trump more than they were voting for Joe Biden. Trump is the one candidate that the Biden team wants to see as his opponent but he's not that much younger than Biden and carries the same high negatives. The American public deserves a better slate of candidates, but make no mistake, Trump will make this all about politics and the corruption in the Justice Department, and there may be some truth to that. And as you examine the indictment, you come to the realization that this is not something that Trump and his team of lawyers can simply brush off. There were a lot of people who have testified under oath, and they said some highly incriminating statements. The special counsel understood the political implications of the charges, so as you read the indictment, there's an amazing amount of detail. Those people who testified before the grand jury clearly understood what they were testifying to and also understood that giving false testimony to federal investigators and the grand jury are federal crimes and they could be prosecuted. Most were Trump loyalists, but they're not willing to put themselves at risk to going to jail. Now we've all seen the photos. There were images of boxes of documents that were found in a bathroom and a ballroom and others were stored just as insecure places. Why Trumper's team would keep these classified documents strewn around the Mar-a-Lago property begs the question. And we're not talking about a few documents. We're talking about hundreds of them, some in boxes and other in open view of anyone who happened upon them. Trump has always been known for someone with a massive ego. Everything about him suggests that he has this compelling feeling to prove to everyone that he's better than they are and is above them in every way. This weekend, former Homeland Security Assistant Secretary for Counterterrorism, Elizabeth Newman, said, quote, I found the indictment to be a really vivid picture for the American public of what the national security community dealt with for four years when he was president. He had a blatant disregard, just did not care to follow the rules, end quote. That's pretty damning. Then there's the audio tape. This is the particularly devastating to the Trump defense. The transcription of the tape makes it sound like Trump was using some of the documents as trophies. It was as if to say, look what I have. In this tape, coupled with the photos of the documents strewn around, if they're played to the jury in the trial, then jurors would have no other choice but to side with the prosecution. The audio tape is from an interview that Trump gave in July 2021 at a Trump National Golf Club in New Jersey, where he was shown, showing them to a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff. None of them held a security clearance. The document he was showing was a, quote, plan of attack on Iran that had been prepared by Department of Defense officials. It was a secret document. It is secret information. And Trump said, secret. This is secret. Look at this. This was done by the military and given to me, end quote. At the time, Mr. Trump was complaining about the chairman of the Joint, Staff, Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Miley. The meeting took place not long after a story published by the New Yorker outlined how General Miley told the Joint Chiefs of Staff during the last days of Mr. Trump's time in office to make sure that the then president does not give an illegal order. 
and that General Mahdi should be made aware if there were any concerns. And that's true, because Trump had threatened to do these things. So Trump said, quote, well, with Miley, uh, let me see. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't that amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, th this was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but apparently it wasn't. But they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department. And him, he, he looked at some of the, this was him. It wasn't done by me. This was all him. And quote. Then he further says, quote, all sorts of stuff. Pages long. Look, wait a minute. Let's see here. I just found. Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know, except it's like highly confidential secret. This secret information. Look, look at this. End quote. That was Trump talking to these reporters. This trial will not be a case of who said what. The evidence will be clear and convincing, and the conviction on just one of these charges could bring a prison sentence for the former president. Trump's own attorney general, William Barr, has said that if one of the charges hold up, he could be facing prison time. Now, of course, Trump defenders will point to Hillary Clinton and how she received preferential treatment in the case of her server containing classified material. They will be right, but it does not excuse Trump. They will then point to both Joe Biden and Mike Pence having classified documents in their possession. And again, they would be right. But the difference is that both of them immediately complied with a request by the government to return the documents. Trump, on the other hand, refused, despite repeated requests from the National Archives. In summary, none of this is good for the country. Many Republicans who support Trump will claim it's a political stunt, and Trump has made that claim himself. He's personally attacked the special counsel and attempted to raise money off the indictment. What Trump should have done was return the documents at the first request. None of this would have happened if he had just complied with the law and, and the request to return the documents. His comment that he can simply declassify something by thinking it is patently false. There is a procedure, and he did not avail himself of that procedure. But I worry about the precedent this is setting. With a country politically divided, I wonder what will happen if a Republican is sitting in the White House after the 2024 election. Will this lead to an indictment of, the Joe, of Joe Biden and his family? Because in truth, they also have a lot to answer. There are 21 LLCs that were set up by Hunter Biden and Associates, and they all have the earmarkings of a plan to launder money. This has been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening. If you have a comment, please leave it.